folks, uh, before we go on, I just want to check on some sports stats. You know, keep myself sharp here on the sports, and I'll use my computer and just go in here, and I'm going to check. Okay. What's up, Dippers? This one's for Dippy. My name's Dave. I'll be hosting today. Just want to wish everyone out there a happy Chanukah. <laughs> Chanuka. Chanuka. Okay. Happy shouts Chanuka. to Smokey Robinson. Oh, sneaky shouts to Smokey. Dylan's here. Hi, Dylan. Hey, speaking of uh, Chanuka and Micah, <laughs> who we're about to introduce, how do you feel about the rating I gave you on your menorah? Oh, I, I didn't see what your rating was. The, the tweet went so viral that I, I wow. had to turn my phone off. Uh, yeah, I saw I had like 13 likes or something. <laughs> oh, it was well. so micro. I, so I learned what a, a shumash was. Am I saying that correctly? Shumash? I think so, yeah. Um, because of our, our good friend. Yeah, J-Bone. No, Dan. Oh. Not, oh. not Register, but a guy used to write for us, um, Bluto, that guy. Of course. I believe he's also of the Jewish faith. Mm. And he uh, he filled filled me in on what a shumash is, so I could I could comment with a little knowledge on your menorah. That's with strong. My rating. Yeah. Was that your first menorah to rate? No. Well, there was a tree oh. in the background too. I did just one to the other clear. night. Did you yeah. see the tree? I, I didn't notice the tree. I was I was so fixated on your beautiful. I'll be honest. Menorah. I I had been drinking uh, on Saturday, <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason, Will DeFreeze and I were having a, having a beer, and I said, you know what? I'm going to take a picture of my tree with the menorah in front of it and send it to Dorn. It's going to be hilarious. And I, I've thought about deleting the tweet. It was just oh, kind of can, weird. Can I ask you a question yeah. about it? Is it, is it um, traditional in the Jewish faith to put said menorah on a paper towel? <laughs> uh, no, but my fiancé is unfamiliar with uh, she She is uncomfortable with the amount of uh, candle wax. I read that wax paper is a, a, a popular, more aesthetically pleasing choice. Probably than a paper towel. I would, I would agree. Thank you for asking, though. And if you guys want to see this tweet and this menorah in question, you can follow me at Micah Weiner, M-I-C-A-H-W-I-E-N-E-R. I'll hit it with a retweet right now because I might have used the at producer Micah account. We'll not get into that. I gave that. him a rating from at D Shivery. Oh, wow. Both these oh, fucking guys. E-R-E-R-E. I'll look for the verified uh, check mark there. Please do. Certified. That's how you know voice. it's me. Um, speaking of paper towels, KJ. We had some good paper towel talk before this podcast. We did. We did. I actually uh, left to go acquire some on account of the fact that we just won't stand for subpar towel. The ongoing global pandemic has really hurt the grocery store selection of paper towels. So KJ and I both found ourselves in this predicament. We have um, tier three paper towels. It's all we could find. Mm -hmm. And if you want to go rip, you know, you want to go clean something up, you go to rip it off. And it just it rips like a third of it off or two-thirds <laughs> of it off. It doesn't rip cleanly. And it's just a trash product. It doesn't absorb. You have to use like half the roll. Um, people are just buying these up, and you can't find good paper towels anywhere. But it looks like Micah found some. It's annoying. If it's, hold, if it's like holding up uh, candle wax, you're Oh, yeah. Shouts, shouts to the good people over at Costco. Yes. <laughs> Non-spawn. Not yet. Not yet, he says. Oh, dear Lloyd, please drop the back. I will be wearing Kirkland. Head to toe, oh. if they let me. Those Kirkland sneakers go real hard. Do you play Kirkland golf balls? Uh, I have some of them, yes. Uh, I wouldn't a, say that I play them. Okay. <laughs> nice. What did I say? I forgot. He said uh, smoosh game week, 7.1. But I thought it was Sumash. Sumash, yes. You you totally missed the tree in the background, though. <laughs> I, th- I okay. didn't even notice I the tree. I thought it was all about the menorah, dog. 
Well, it's the the tweet says rate my tree. I, I don't. It, it's not a good tweet. I I was I was on one. I was lit like that I, menorah. I thought you were just being oh, sarcastic okay. a little bit. No, no. I, I had fun. It was okay. it was fun. I'm glad we got to to talk about that. So That's, here's my version of a tree as a. Well, I'll have Jew- to send a, a, Jewish man. a picture of the tr- the family tree. Uh, what we're trying to later. say is happy Hanukkah to all Thank of our you. Jewish Happy Chanukah. Chanukah. <laughs> I have no idea what Chanukah is, but have there's a great no way one. he's never seen that word. There's the different spelling. You see, he's seen it. He just hasn't processed on what it actually. Nobody knows what y'all are talking about unless they're following Micah Weiner <laughs> okay. on Twitter. Smokey at Robinson issued a cameo, <laughs> and he has he has been tasked with wishing. A nice young lady, happy Hanukkah. Um, but he read the prompt, and um, to be fair, it is spelled different ways. I just connected the dots that that's what he was actually trying to say. I once he said Vancouver, that's why I said it might be some indigenous people thing, like spelled out Chinooka. Like we are, we are off the Chinooka. rails here. You didn't. Okay, I wasn't thinking Hanukkah. That's not oh, because yeah, it was yeah, so yeah. far apart. It's not the AP approved spelling. The AP approved spelling does not have a C at the beginning. Okay. Mm. No one Jake Tapper us. was tweeting about this. Wow. this no one expected us to start the sports podcast talking about with, menorahs and Chinooka and all that. With AP, the C usually comes at the end. So, um, <laughs> Hey, do us a favor. Follow us on Twitter, Too Much Dip, with two Ps. And uh, on Instagram, Too Much Dip Podcast. That's, again, Too Much Dip Podcast on Instagram. <clears throat> Every Thursday we do a live stream. It's very fun. Oh, yeah, we do. A, I mean, last Thursday's was electric, probably our highest rated I was, muted Micah, which I apologize for. It was a slab of an episode for sure. Somebody's cup was definitely slow, loud, and banging the entire time. <sighs> yeah. Guilty as church. <laughs> Notice how I'm going I, no ice today. Sans ice in the Diet Cola. Yeah, that corner over there is worrying the hell out of me. I'm hoping both of those are Dylan's. They are. He's more responsible. Do you have dual Yeti? One's water, one's coffee. Let's go. Oh, my God. <laughs> Unbelievable. Let's go. Big show today. Before we hop into the NFL, I, I saw Micah did something that I like to do, and that's uh, cryotherapy. And I just want to get your knee-jerk reaction to your first trip sure. into the chamber. Well, let me tell you about it. Uh, I no went, free ads, by the way. Okay. I went with my business partner, Bradley Key, of MWBK Creative and Sales, uh, close to an advertisement, but I won't you say— could, You could plug MW. Thank you, MWBK. And the, we went because we're, we've been talking to some folks— who uh, own a uh, a franchise of uh, wellness clinics? I guess that include cryo and the you know the other drip assorted therapy. things. Drip therapy. Something they gave us need. a little tour. There, there was drip therapy. There was uh, hyperbaric chambers. Um, there was the the red light therapy. There's a sauna. They got the whole thing. It's a very nice situation over there. And they let us uh, get in the cryo. And they were like, "This is." Our old cryo machine, but you guys get to use the new one and go in together. So that's why we got that that photo off. Uh, cryo? It was a two-man cryo situation. I did not know you could do two men and one you cryo. You two men and one cryo? <laughs> we did. Y'all froze together. It, the whole squad freezing up. It's like a Bill and Ted and Sino Man crossover <laughs> here. Just got little her. topical movies there. I like the uh, unfrozen caveman lawyer. Shout out Phil Hartman. Even further Yeah, back. rest in peace. <laughs> Unfrozen caveman podcaster. Uh, That's and so it, stupid. So we got in and they said, okay, so it's your I'm first time. You get two man. and a half minutes. And uh, they said, what what music do you want to play? What song do you want? And we're like, I don't know. Just surprise us. And then she just played the most terrible song I've ever heard in my entire life. 
Meet me in the middle. And yeah. No. <laughs> no, it was it was like really bad pulsing house music that just gave me anxiety. And uh, but anyway, two and a half minutes later, my temperature had gone down uh, thirty degrees. She hit what? me with the the little uh, temperature gun. Okay. On the on the back of the calf. What'd you read? What was your number? I, I believe it was fifty nine degrees. I got down to fifty four. Wow. The day y'all went. And it it was it was lit. I I Jeez. made sure to wear two pairs of socks. I didn't want to go Antonio Brown. Yeah. And uh, no frostbite here, fam. But yeah, shouts to the Cryo Gang. I did had you feel a, good afterward? I did. I yeah. did. I I did feel some some of the areas that I had been feeling. I've I've got like some little plantar fasciitis in one of my feet. Okay. And we, I could feel some tingling and some things happening there that I hadn't felt. And I think it was positive. So shouts to the the Cryo fam. We got to get the squad in a. In the cryo chamber. I mean, the fact that you can put one, two one people, yeah, you might be able to. I think you could fit four people kind in that cryo chamber. The idea of it, but church tight. Hey, I didn't finish last place in fantasy football. I should probably get that oh. out there. That is big news. Wow. Sorry, sorry to the haters. Bad day for you guys, and for you guys who wanted to see content out of it. You can still do the the challenge. Yeah, but I'm not. Everybody yeah. here was uh, willing to participate in a, in a supportive role. I think it would have been more of like a, just come by and say hi and have a waffle with me situation. Uh, yeah, not like actually do the challenge with me. You know, the Dillathon. Yeah. <laughs> do it for Dilly. Exactly. So sorry to disappoint, but my my buddy Brad waffles for Dorn, who lives in Denver, will be doing the challenge. Uh, Fucking Brad. Yeah. Will he live stream it? I d- very doubtful. I don't think he's uh he's much into the whole social media situation. So how are y'all gonna know? Oh, he'll he'll find a way to prove it to us. Do like he's, a closed circuit type deal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Private link. He's Private link. He's a good dude. Good. You know the waffles at Elevation just hit different. That's what I hear. So I'm kind of worried about this. <laughs> Yo, dude. Waffle House waffles are big. They are no joke. Yeah, flimsy though, but they're good. The, how did you guys come up with this punishment? It's a, it's a well-known thing, the Waffle I, House I, challenge. Yes. How, how, but don't you guys have a different challenge each year? Yeah, we, we nominate a few at the beginning of the season, and we all vote. Oh, I see. Yeah, I see. And you lost before, correct? Yes, I had to wear a dress in line at Franklin's Barbecue for six hours mm. and then uh, purchase barbecue for the whole group for our draft. Wow, oh, for the next year. That's nice. That's a, that's a good one. Wasn't there one with a car washing situation? Yeah, the actually the guy Brad who just lost again, he had to wash. <laughs> he actually had to mow everybody's lawn in our league, um, which is challenging because we all, most of us live in, well, a lot of us live in here, but some of us are in Houston. There was a guy living at Dallas at the time. That is uh, that stunk. He had to do it all in one. That, that in one, one just would piss. He had me to do it all in one weekend. But we, yeah. we, we get we were a little bit lax in the rules and let him get away with spreading it out. Didn't you lose or get last place one year and had? Didn't you end up having like truck nuts on your car? Now, he used to do that voluntarily. Yeah, what was that about? I did catch some truck nuts on the back of my uh, 2009 Ford Focus once. but You know who the first person to put them on there? We st- I still don't know. It was me. It, it was you? <laughs> yeah. It what? Was 100% me. You kept, you, I remember you walked in my office and said, you know who did this? And I was like, Mike, I have no idea. You probably had it down to me or J-Bone. I, I thought it was Dave just because he was acting weird, but I could also tell that it wasn't Dave because he was acting weird, if that makes sense. Like if, if you the obvious, like, I, I thought it was the Bone Man. Uh, I would have never picked <laughs> picked Dylan. Wow, this is a Sorry. true revelation. You got it's adorned. It's all right. I I cut him off, and then they returned shortly after. So <laughs> yeah, that might have. I don't know why people are just sending multiple multiple truck nuts to uh, Total Fret Move headquarters. That's the real story here. Yeah. 
They were nice too. They were rubber. They I mean, were nice. They, they were looked like they would have lasted a long time. Good nuts. Good nuts. Those were some good nuts. Speaking of nuts, how about that NFL day yesterday? Turn it up. Weird way to refer to it. <laughs> it wasn't really that nuts, actually. Yes, it was a, a fun day. It was a yeah. I love a good noon cowboy game. I like not having to wait, especially when I know the product's going to be subpar. Not many close games the morning slate. No. That was ugly. At all, actually. Andy Dalton the, uh, revenge game. The KC-Miami game got a little interesting there near the end, but it never felt like it was never you know, in close. Doubt. Yeah, never felt so close that you had to, like, yeah, not, not many close ones. It was interesting to see Kansas City get challenged this late in the season, especially by Tua early in his career. I mean, I want to say Brian Flores is going to check out as probably one of the strongest hires over the last three to four years in the NFL. Um, you know, short of your McVeighs and you know, Cliff Kingsbury might be approaching that that threshold too. Mike McCarthy's, uh, Mike <laughs> McCarthy's, but to see Miami battle it out with Kansas City shows that they are approaching like they're probably two years out from being like legitimate. AFC so deep that it's nothing's going to happen. But I didn't realize Kansas City's won their division. This is now five years straight. Yeah, Andy Reid knows what he's doing. <laughs> Who would have thought? He's competent. He's a competent large guy. He certainly is. Uh, the only the only pushback I would say is that the Chiefs turned the ball over I think four times, which is strange. For, which is not something yeah. they do, and they still kept Miami at little brother arm's length the whole time. Uh, yeah, the Chiefs are Chiefs are head and shoulders above the everybody. Game I think did give us another interception by Xavier Howard, which I was unaware until you guys mentioned that there was another interception yesterday. It was pretty incredible. But the image of Zayvon Howard's pick, I think, is is worth looking at. Former Baylor great. That's the only reason I brought it up. Didn't realize Zayvon Howard is a Baylor bear. Yeah, he was under the radar. I mean, like, everybody knew he was good and he was going to go, but I feel like he doesn't get talked, to much, talked about much. He's been kind of in obscurity in Miami for all those years. So this was his fifth straight game with an interception. He's got nine picks on the year. Does he have more than the Cowboys' entire secondary? Uh, I feel like it might be close. They're at six or seven. They're probably like nine, on, nine the on the year. Yes. I think Holy the record's shit. like 11 or 12. But I, I, How long has he been in the league? I, don't even, I know you heard his name. Dude, four years Three, four, most. Yeah. Um, That's really impressive. And then the other guy's name from the Colts basically made the same interception, just kind of palmed the ball. Uh, all with one hand, so it's just cr- incredible to see these one-handed interceptions that one come down. Particularly was was extra nasty in my opinion because he never he never brought it in with the other hand. Yeah, he kept it. It was one hand the entire way, and he just stuck it to his chest. It was tight. I'd say the balance would be he's doing that over six foot six, two hundred and fifty pound Darren, Darren Waller, Waller, best yeah. tight end of the league, as arguably. opposed to uh, yeah, the difference in height between Darren Waller and <laughs> Tyreek Hill is like a foot and a half. So <laughs> that's a great point. But then yeah. you're also picking off Patrick Mahomes versus Derek Carr. True, so. true. I, I, you know. Either way, Alpha male, beta male. Ridiculous situation. to see, like, you know, once in a year that catch happen <laughs> yeah, twice. In a, that was cool. In a game window. Didn't Byron Jones have a pick, too? Mm-hmm. So that's Jeff Heath and Byron Jones. For some half reason. Half of the Cowboys secondary. Yep. Picking off Mahomes this year. Correct. And for some reason, people kept saying, oh, Byron Jones is not a big interception guy. You know, doesn't get a lot of picks. Like, he didn't get a lot of picks in Dallas, but he was a supremely talented cornerback. They let him walk, and he has at least – three interceptions on the year under Brian Flores. So maybe it wasn't Brian Jones. Well, we had to pay our uh, running back. So, um, mm. Do we want to talk Cowboys at all? Eh. It, was a ni- it was nice to see that performance. It was nice to see some of the breaks go their way. Could see Andy Dalton play well in Cincinnati. 
Yeah, I, I was rooting for him. That now, was cool for you. At this point in the season, you're looking for storylines. All accounts if you're a are good, fan, dude. Like reasons to watch. Like, yeah, I'd like to see Andy go out there and ball. And he did. He was good. Yeah. Zeke was average. Tony Pollard was above average. I was just really glad they moved this game to that noon window. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So I didn't have. I, I spent zero time on this game. It was a 100% red zone Sunday, and it, it was great. That's, they barely showed on red zone. <laughs> yeah, which is perfect. I don't want to see this team play. So th that was nice. And part of that was because the Cowboys' defense kept scoring, or not scoring, but they kept turning the ball over, and the game was so lopsided early that there weren't really many drives um, that really led to much. What's incredible to me is to think about the run that the Cowboys are, could have had quarterback-wise. You had Washington playing with Alex Smith whenever they played, um, which was not their starter on the year. They got RG3. No, they actually got Lamar Jackson. They could have gotten RG3. They didn't get Joe Burrow. Next week they won't have J Jimmy Garoppolo. Then the following week you won't be playing Carson Wentz. Um, and Daniel Jones should be back for the season finale. But and you're still going to go 4-12. and 12. <laughs> We don't know if they're not going to have Carson Wentz. He's been uh, a little weird about it. Well, Handling it poorly, some might say. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, is there anybody here who's had any like Jalen Hurts takes over the last couple of years that they maybe want to like look back on and just kind of mm. maybe not revisit? I don't think so. I don't know when that comes to mind. Okay. <laughs> um, Sounds a lot like Micah asking who put truck nuts on his car. <laughs> all right, I got a, I got a couple of things to say. First of all, he looked all right for a rookie quarterback being thrown into a situation like that. He looked pretty strong to it. He threw an inter or, I'm sorry, he threw a touchdown pass. Uh, and, of course, they beat the Saints, who is a very good football team. Good D. Even without Drew Brees, they're, they're a very, very strong team. Silver lining, though, as a Cowboys fan, um, I don't mind Hurts playing well enough for them to, like, maybe start throwing some eggs into the, the Jalen Hurts basket and kind of committing to him, like, <laughs> long term. I don't hate that at all. I don't think he's a great quarterback. I don't think he's ever going to be a great – passer of the football you think he's average no i think he's i think he has potential to be a, a good quarterback he's not a championship quarterback in the nfl Ooh. and so i don't mind i don't mind him playing well and like uh maybe hey let's let's stick with this guy for a while situation um shit he looked better than carson wentz who seems totally lost like he forgot how to play football i i will be happily uh betting against the eagles next week no matter who they're playing because they totally changed what they did on offense for Hertz, and once they have some film of that, I, I think he's going to have a, a much tougher time next week. Yeah, they changed. They they just ran a bunch of quarterback run situations and things that were 180 degrees different than their offense has been for the entire time. Um, you know, Wentz has been there, so I would think that after a week of that on tape, they're going to be a little bit easier to stop. But we'll see. He's going to rush for 200 good yards win. against the Cowboys. <laughs> Oh wait, is it the Cowboys next week? No. Oh, okay, good. But if uh, we do play which week, I think, I think that's week seventeen, isn't it? I just looked at their schedule. So if yeah. he's still back there, it's yes, just Carson Wentz. Uh, he's going to have Jalen just falling over himself. I saw somebody on Twitter. I think it's a listener, Jake. He does the Ravens pod. I think he called him. Said he's looking like a diet Russell Wilson out there, and I'm, that might be disrespectful yeah. to Russ and slightly problematic. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's fair. I would say, uh, to save the mentions here, saying that a quarterback who threw for 3,800 yards and, like, 38 touchdowns at OU is not going to be a passing quarterback, well, I don't know. 
But I agree. He does I, not look like an NFL caliber. I've heard him described uh, by someone yet. who knows the court, the position better yes. than I do as a one-read quarterback. Fair. And you can get away with that in an Alabama offense, right. in an OU offense. When you've got CeeDee Lamb. And you've got guys running wild. Um, but if he has to actually break down, you know, if he, diagnose a play mm-hmm. and his first guy's covered up and he has to go to his second and third option, who knows? I mean – I'm certainly not going to stand here and pick him to be a Russell Wilson. I think that's you know silly. Russell Wilson's arguably the most efficient passer in the NFL, short of like Drew Brees, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's so it's it's ridiculous to even go that route. But I'm I'm interested to see what Jalen Hurts as a starter or Jalen Hurts with time can turn into. He's definitely not somebody who should have been starting his rookie year. You know, but right. hey, if they can win a game True. with him. So be it. How big is he? Six two ish. Yeah, I would say six two to twenty, but I will uh, I'll verify that. Something like that. I do remember the weight room videos of him from college, like squatting on godly amount. Yeah, of he's weirdly very strong for his size. Thick boy. Yeah. Listed at six one two twenty three, so one far off. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say uh, he seems like he might be a guy that takes a lot of contact. But yeah, I'm not pulling against a guy. I am pulling against the Eagles, though. For sure. Correct, correct. I want chaos. I want yeah. them to have what thirty or thirty five million dollars on their bench, invested into a quarterback <laughs> yes, who that's isn't fun. It's who fun I can't do anything with. Is two hundred yards a lot to give up to a running back in a game? Um, I feel like well, that might be like the average for the the Cowboy D, but yeah, I think it is a lot. It's the average for like the Jaguars against Derrick Henry, I feel like, because in the last two out of three, maybe four games, they've given up two hundred yards to him in a single game. Nobody cares about the Jags, but the Titans, after giving up the game, you know, a, a big first half to the Browns, you know, they turn around and they act like they should. Uh, Tampa also won. You know, I, I'm I'm Shout still out not Dan Bailey. Jeez, he's man, dude. I I hate that. <laughs> I hate that for him. Man. I hate it for the Vikings. Like well, yeah. the Vikings have such kicking like nightmares. It's just terrible. What happened to Guskowski earlier in the season, and then Dan Bailey? Some like some kickers with some real careers under their belts have just really struggled this season. It's been a weird one. It's, it is is very strange. And to think like Young Way Koo is like one of the most consistent kickers this year after being the guy with the yips uh, his rookie year. Um, did y'all watch the Phil? Or I guess we just talked Philly, uh, New Orleans, uh, the Buffalo game. I mean, yes, late night. Uh huh. Yeah, I guess you watch. You definitely had to watch it. Wasn't that a determining factor? No, I I was wrapped up by okay. the, the after the afternoon games. That's a good feeling. Yeah, it was nice. That's real nice because my my uh, first round playoff matchup uh, had to watch the Sunday night game where Stephon Diggs ripped me apart, mm-hmm. and Brad Key was victorious. Another shouts to Brad on this wow, episode. Wow, Brad's getting a lot of love. Yeah, Stephon I've, Diggs is I'm legit. Mad. Dude, the Bills are sick, man. They're good. There's a lot of Josh Allen haters out there, but that's a – what was that, Randy? Show their face. Blowing bubbles with your gum? Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Anytime I get to, to ride for Western New York and see aerial shots of Niagara Falls, I get Super H, mm-hmm. nostalgia. What about so, snow on a Sunday night? Love Sunday it. night. Sunday night. It was fantastic. <laughs> it was it was fantastic. We're so dumb. Oh man. Did you like the color rush? I did. Dude, the bills are fucking good. I didn't man. hate I didn't hate that all red look. No, I liked it too. The bills yeah. are good. They are. It's I mean, I, I've I've talked about the AFC playoffs all year. I am as H as one can be for the playoffs this year. 
for everything except for CBS's daytime production of their playoff games. Other than that, I'm all in. Is there a chance we could see a um, Chiefs-Bills AFC championship? I don't know how it lines up over there. It's de- it's going to depend on seeding. Um, so you'll have one through – one will get a bye. Two, three, and four will host games. Um, and I guess four would play – so you have five, six, seven, four, play five, so five wouldn't be a division winner. It would have to be a second-round game, either, either way you cut it. Dylan – Will you commit to getting the Sunday Night Football logo tattoo if if we get an AFC championship at Arrowhead with snow between the Bills and the Chiefs? If the Cowboys win the Super Bowl this year, yes, I will do that. <laughs> okay. That's the Sunday promise. Night Football I promise logo. you. I promise you. Okay. I don't care. I promise. Do you want the the Sunday Night Football logo or just like a picture of Kerry Underwood singing the, the theme? Ooh, I figured you already had talking. that. Now we're talking. Do you not, not already have Kerry on you? Not yet. Not Would 2020 you? Carrie, like, with leggings under her, like, cocktail dress. Ooh, the legs on her. Sorry, I don't mean to get too aged. This is getting super horny. <laughs> she just has fantastic legs. I mean, I, I will say this. I watched the, the Sunday night football intro last mm-hmm. night for the first time. Like, I was paying attention to it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, there it is. Ah, oh, Sunday night. And I, I'm with KJ, it and I'm obviously sense. with Dylan. Why, why is she covering the stems up? <laughs> Why would she do that? My issue is less that she's covered up. It's more that she legitimately is wearing like a cocktail hour dress and then has like leather pants With, on underneath. Yeah, it. it's 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 a bad it's a bad fashion. You choice. want some it's skin. a bad fit. You want some skin? No, just wear a leather. Just jacket. wear the leather pants, or just or wear, wear the dress. <laughs> Don't do both. It, I, I'm sorry. I'm probably going to get blowback for this, but I. I mean, it, I at least said she should wear a top too, but well, know, that too, sure. that would be nice. <laughs> you know, oh, I'm Sunday a, night. I'll say it. I think she's fine with whatever she wears. That's true. That's true. She just shouldn't call herself a doctor. Yeah, you're such a. Um, <laughs> you used to run one of those gent accounts on Twitter back in the day. Mm. Uh, on good sir. <laughs> <laughs> you truly, you truly are a rowdy gentleman, David. Oh, okay. Boy. Last thing on. Uh, I'm gonna put truck notes on games yesterday. As happy as you are about the future of the Eagles if they invest in Jalen Hurts, how do you feel about the future of Chase Young? Wait, is it not Chase Young? Why does this sound like a wrong name? The defensive end? Yes. About the, the team from yeah. Washington? For some yeah. reason, I, like my brain wants to say Rice. Over and over and over, I keep saying Chase. I hear Rice. I feel much better about the projection of Chase Young's career than Chase Rice's career. <laughs> <laughs> Buying stock in Chase Young. Hey, yeah. Martin, brother. Yeah, he, he's a monster. He's already like a top – Three top five defensive player in the league. Defensive, th- yeah. Defensive player, or defensive end. Player. Whoa, dude, he's he wreaks havoc. I wouldn't give him that much credit yet, but he's definitely he's. I'm he's just saying shit. That way. Yeah. Sometimes he's, I just like to say shit. He's very good. Do. He got a, he had a touchdown <laughs> yesterday. It's it was incredible to see too because he's a massive human being, and I was kind of hoping for somebody to get close enough to get stiff armed because he looks bigger than Derrick Henry looks when he yeah. runs, and he is. Measurably bigger than Derrick Henry, but to look as big as Derrick Henry looks against DBs, but Chase Young's doing it while like linemen are chasing him down, and he still look like a monster. Like that dude's scary. I, I love the video of Mike Tomlin last week, uh, where he was mic'd up talking to uh, to Chase Young, not Chase Rice, but Chase Young, and just said, "I never want to lose enough games where I can have a guy like you on my team." Yeah. Gosh, and he was like, a, a good thing "Do you understand said. what I'm saying? Because you're a bad boy." It was. Just, it was <laughs> Just really, uh, really cool. Bad I'm looking. Shit. I'm looking forward to like the next five years of, um, you know, the Cowboys and their mediocre aging offensive line, getting that <laughs> twice a season. It's really going to be a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, with a with a uh, 
with a franchise quarterback coming off of a potentially season and or well career changing injury, you're not going to be nervous every time that dude lines up uh, over your your left tackle. Oh yeah, yeah, it's going to be nerve wracking. Mm. Damn. You know what you could do if you're dealing with some bad nerves? Oh, this is about. Are you segueing into the Headspace app, <laughs> dude? Y'all tried this app out yet? It's incredible. These are stressful times. I started using this app before it was even a sponsor. That's how you know it's legit. I think you told me about it. I think I did. And now look at this. Big fan. And they must have heard you because they're sponsoring the pod. They know life can be stressful even under normal circumstances. 2020 is challenged, even the most difficult times of life. You need need stress relief that goes beyond quick fixes. That's Headspace, Dylan. Yeah. You know what? I'm using it today. I promise you that. It's your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy-to-use app. For someone like me and for other novices out there who have never done, have never, never meditated before and don't know how to do it, it walks you through the entire thing, and it is awesome. Whatever the situation, it really can help you feel better, overwhelmed. You know, you, did, you got too much dip on your chip. Headspace has three minutes. SOS meditation for you. Shut your brain off, man. It just yeah, all just, the stressors and anxiety you deal with, you know, all the time, every day. You can't. Brett's shut, not here, is you he? You can't shut your brain off. No, this no. helps you shut your brain off. Forget about that shit. So you know what this this helps you do? Shut it down. Shouts shut to John Taffer. <laughs> shut it down. Big fan of Headspace. And uh, so when you're finished, you're, it's like a whole new uh, perspective. It's awesome. If you're like me and you have trouble taking naps in the middle of the day, like not I a just, nap boy. I've never been a good nap guy. Headspace, you're not falling asleep, but you're getting like that. You're resting your mind, and that's huge. That's all I want, a little peace of mind. Doing these podcasts, you know how these podcasts be. You did like eight in a day last week. You remember that? Yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> it's backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, and over 60 million downloads. That speaks for itself. Makes it easy for you to build life-changing meditation practice with mindfulness that works for you on your schedule, anytime, anywhere. You deserve to feel happier in Headspace's meditation. Made simple, go to Headspace dot com slash bang headspace dot com slash bang for a free one month trial with access to their full library of meditations for every situation headspace dot com slash bang thank you headspace college football let's talk about it where do you want to start anybody want to talk georgia (laughs) i'm looking right at you micah what was the final on that it was a lot to uh, to few. We both uh, took Mizzou for the record. Yeah, I, I I wanted to take Georgia. I think I said that on on the uh, Thursday live stream, but I, believe I, I you know, couldn't do that. You should have. It was the right the right side. Uh, Georgia got up fourteen nothing. Missouri bounced back to make it fourteen fourteen. That's when I turned it off. And you were like, you know, bad things were going to happen. No, I like to turn things off and I had, get exciting. I oh. had to go. I had to go to brunch. <laughs> And um, when I when I checked it, that's when I texted. I was like, "Oh, this got away from him because it was like a thirty point game." Yeah, I think it was thirty five unanswered points from that point forward. That's many unanswered points. Takeaways from that: uh, Georgia's good. Uh, Georgia's very talented, as we as we've known all season. They finally have their five star quarterback who's playing, who was hurt for most of the year when they Is were playing a walk on. Um, they killed us, um, and so shouts to them. Uh, Missouri, like every losing football coach, uh, Missouri's coach, uh, Elijah, as I like to call him, uh, dropped, you know, we're just doing the best we can with uh, 54 scholarship players. And 
which oh, is the same geez. thing the Vandy coach said after the game. I was watching the SEC wrap-up show, and like every losing coach, like the within your first sentence, you have to talk about how few scholarship players you have. Uh, but Georgia's really good, and uh, they they were impressive. So shouts to them. Uh, the uh, five days where Missouri was ranked in the top 25 were really, really good. <laughs> but, you know, we're not moving to college hoops here, but big shouts to Mizzou, who beat Illinois and is up to number 16 in the polls this week. So well, huge exciting. for us. Yeah. Uh, my big miss of the weekend was the U. Um, got just absolutely steamrolled by Ooh, Mac Im- Brown. Impressive win for North Carolina. Man, uh, just like a little bit extra salt in the, the wound that is Texas football right now is that Mac Brown is just doing the thing up just there. Rolling. Just rolling. Didn't Mac Brown fire Manny Diaz too? After a game at Manny, against BYU, do you know how bad Manny Diaz was in his time at Texas. It, it was not a Some not a great run. Historically terrible defense. Did he give historically up? high rated draft or uh, recruitment classes? Yes, it's true. It was it was like what what have you, have you ever coached football before? It was I'm, really. Bad. I'm gonna botch this stat, but, but you remember he wore cleats. Yeah. <laughs> Manny Diaz was like go after the BYU game, Texas mm-hmm. BYU, where BYU Is that I think the Taysom Hill game. It was the Taysom yes, Hill. It was game. because he, yeah. they put up like five hundred something, five hundred like ninety four uh, <laughs> yards on the ground or something absurd. It, yeah, he was like, I mean, it was like we had a high school defense out there trying to stop these D one athletes. It was just really weird and bad and, and he then, was terrible. I can't verify this, but somebody on Twitter noted that Mac Brown put up roughly the same number against. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, Ooh. and I say Mac That's Brown. Funny. I'm giving him all the cred, but he's done wonders with Shouts. that program. Yeah, Justin Mac Brown. It's it's a great win for North Carolina. It's also another just typical loss for Miami. Every time you think they're going to get over that hump yeah. and the U is back, they just lay an egg at home. They yeah. do it every year yeah. when when they get you a little H. Um, but big shouts to Mac. That North Carolina looks like it's going to be a player in the ACC, especially with the recruiting they have going. The whole thing should have moved the kick back tonight. Time told you. I uh, I was the one who was gassing up the sneaky good offense in Miami, and they were sneaky bad. Yeah, Rhett Lashley let you down there. Hurts to miss that one. Coastal, uh, this one was a game. Yeah. In fact, they were down with, though, like a minute left. Drove right down the field in like 60 seconds, less than that, actually. And uh, they are now 11-0 after beating Troy. Uh, who wants to explain to me, since I missed it, the shoe throw in the Florida LSU game? Before we dive in there, I do want to mention, I don't know if we had it on the rundown, the USC-UCLA game. Um, USC, 5-0. and think they've got a Pac-12 title game or something else coming up, but, uh, I mean, undefeated. And Chip Kelly's UCLA team actually is finally looking like that chain is catching there with how bad their, like, off-season headlines were about the team not trusting them to do proper COVID testing. Like, something's beginning to work out there. They've got a decent quarterback, so... You know, we don't talk much Pac-12 uh, football, and likely for good reason. But you know, since five and O teams are uh, arguing for position in the college football playoff, USC should be mentioned. That coverage is getting no respect. None at all. None at all. All right, Florida LSU. How much, I guess, of the game did I, any of y'all like see live? I watched the first half, and I was doing like a mix of. Um, MMA mm-hmm. and with Florida LSU on the TV after that. So I did see the shoe throw, but I didn't realize how big of a determining factor it played. Same. I missed it. Somebody has to tell me what happened. He threw a shoe. I, Who? <laughs> okay. So this game was at Florida. Correct. The game was tied. Uh, LSU throws, I think it's like a third down incompletion. 
and the guy, the defensive back who breaks it up for Florida, picks up one of the LSU guys' shoes and just throws it in the air like 20, feet, 20 yards down the field. Flag. Gets flagged 15 yards. You, uh, Florida then goes in, and uh, you can see there's the yeah, throw. Third and ten, clearly short of the first. Everything is wrong with this picture. Two minutes left, yeah. This is – Oh, the guy standing over him. Yeah, like you, you don't want that. That could get you a penalty yeah. in and of itself. Especially in college. But there's just nothing – like you're on their sideline, so you know their players are going to scream it for the ref to see it if he didn't see it himself. Like you just don't need it. And then the other guy going to taunt the sideline, like there's three or four different penalties in this play. <laughs> so, like, I just – I get it. It's a heated game. It was way closer than it needed to be. But Wilson obviously is going to get all the flack. But, jeez, man. Yeah. Considering the they're on the 30, it looks like a field goal was kind of in play still. No, they no, were no, going no. the other they're way. On 30, oh, so yeah. This penalty was so worse. Florida, no with their Heisman Trophy caliber quarterbacks, about to get the ball back, go down the field, instead keeps the drive gotcha. alive. And gotcha. unless he does it. I read something that Wilson went to the same high school as the guy from Old Miss who did the uh, the did. the lift the leg <laughs> lift did. piss thing last year against Mississippi State that got both coaches fired and it's like literally really, cost them the game. It's like he really heaved mm-hmm. that thing too. Yeah. It oh yeah, it wasn't like yards. it wasn't like a casual toss. Like he, he put his back into it. <laughs> what? Oh, One of my favorite things in <laughs> hockey is when somebody loses a stick and then you can't you can't oh. like you can't like move this you know like use your yeah. stick and like throw theirs away. Um, that just reminded me of this. It's 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 one of the most absurd things I've ever seen. I feel bad for this kid. Um, my favorite seen. thing about this is that someone tagged the journalist mm-hmm. journalist the Iraqi journalist I believe who mm-hmm. threw a shoe at George W. Bush <laughs> twelve years ago or however long ago yeah. that was. And the guy was like, wow, nice throw. It, it wow. led to a discourse. It was really a if tremendous you, situation. If you ever him. mention someone throwing a shoe at George Bush, he will at you. Like, he keeps his alerts <laughs> on fire. Like, that's one of the great things about The video is next uh, level Twitter. hilarious. It's, it's great. George's uh, you know, recovery was incredible. But one thing I, uh, that, that we should also mention because of this shot here, you will notice that we kind of have that spider cam view of the play. The fog was just ridiculous in Gainesville during this game. Like, absolutely absurd. Now, it was a little hard to tell, you know, was their stadium at 100% capacity or 110% capacity? But the, a lot of people. <laughs> it, was, it was insane. The, the vibe was unmatched. So, for this to even be a close game, I, I kind of come around on Florida this year on, you know, obviously we had the kiss fight discussions. I feel like we're a little mm-hmm. tough on Dan Mullen after some of his dumb comments before he got COVID. But their team has been fun to watch. So I was kind of hoping they'd pull this out and have an argument to get into the playoff. But it just – He's still you know, lobbying. I mean, he's, gonna, he's lobbying. It, yeah, still. after the game he was still saying, two losses, I should be in. Like, yeah, I mean – uh, He's throwing look. shots at Ohio State. Yeah. And I get it. You always want to lobby for your team, but – you got to win your games if you want to. If you want to, you know, you got to win your games. It's a bad look to bring that up immediately after after a loss. I, I if he do, wants to make I just that don't, comment during the week. I don't think he it. says it on the podium if they win the game. I just don't think he stands there and goes, you know, Ohio State only has five games. Right. They're changing the rules for them. Like it, maybe he does, and there's maybe a way to do it tactfully. But Dan Mullen, like he always seems just five percent off. On these things, he do, just doesn't say exactly the right thing. He needs to something. go to to Mac Brown Finishing School. He, he has he has a Tom Herman quality about him. Yes, 
They're just like the heart's in the right place. And they know that they're supposed to say something they don't believe in. (laughs) Like they know they can't give the full truth the way they see it. And they know that they got to turn it around to make it a little bit better. But nobody can do what Mac Brown does. Give a little breaking news. Mac Brown and Sally. A little breaking news here out of the Pac 12. Um, USC was slated to play Washington in the Pac 12 title game. Washington cannot field 53 scholarship student athletes uh, due to the number of COVID cases and the spiking number of cases in the area. Pac 12 has replaced Washington with Oregon for that game. Okay. So, a little bit of a pivot. I mean, either way, I think USC is going to be favored. Oregon was definitely favored in that conference league coming into the season, so it makes it a little more interesting. Washington's got a first-year head coach there who's, who's done pretty well, you know, aside from, uh, you know, things out of his own control. So, you know, just something to keep an eye on. Uh, I, I would imagine that we're not far off from seeing bowl games suffer the same fate too. God, hopefully not the Frisco Bowl. Hopefully not the Frisco Tropical Smoothie Frisco Bowl. Are you going to go? No. UTSA versus the Ponies. I, I don't think oh, I will be that's attending. Lit. It's the Roadrunners versus the Ponies, the battle we've all been waiting for. Wow. The, the biggest that's the real I-35 showdown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the biggest attraction is to go up there to hang out with Klein. So, uh, I might be in. Yeah, that's, that's a selling. Yeah. See you at the Star, fam. The Big 12, They someone reported yesterday. Like, I'm glad you mentioned In this. the event Iowa State or OU has to drop out because of COVID issues, you know who's next in line. Texas. It's not. It's, and what if they win? I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, hmm? hang the banner. No, you can't count that. You know, Texas A and M would call that. this a national title. Like as a school, like, you kind of have to. You kind of like you have to, right. like, You know, claim it, but you don't really want to claim it. It's what a, what a farce this whole season is, man. I I don't know. I as a Texas fan, I'm completely apathetic at this point. I just don't care. Texas stinks, and they will for a while. And it's. I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to play OU again. <laughs> Why? Don't, because Texas won't win that game. It's hard to beat the same team twice. You're right. It That's is Kyler. That's just a thing people say. I don't even it's know if very the numbers true. back it. It's is. very it true. It probably is. At least um, NFL division stats back that up. Um, the number of Kyle, or I guess we want to talk about in the conference championship games. So we do have Florida, Alabama, right? That's a lock. There are a, a host of other SEC games this weekend, though, so on championship weekend. They, the schedule has just said, like, if you're not going to play, you can have another game. So there are other SEC games outside of the championship game. Dumb. Which, I don't like that at all. Like, I get why they're doing it, but it's not affecting the college football playoff. It probably wouldn't affect any of those teams' bowl bids. So, like, you know, lock it up and – you know, Shut it down, game. let's go home. Yeah, just come back for bowl. Um, so you have what? Uh, Ohio State, Northwestern, which I've already said, catch me rooting my ass off for Northwestern just to make all this like adjustment and tomfoolery a shame. It would be hilarious. But We're big on the Wildcats here. Big Wildcat. Uh, obviously, like we just said, USC, Oregon, the SEC title game, and then Big 12 TBD. Um, should How many happen. more games are there in the Pac-12? None. Are they on their title game now? Correct. Oh. Yeah, they had a shorter season than the Big Ten, I think, by one game. Um, but we also have coach, coaching coaching carousel firings to discuss. Gus Malzahn out. Did anybody anticipate this at all? No. He was like 65 and I don't know, like 
18 or something, or I, I don't have the record in front of me, but he had like a 700 percent uh, percent winning record. Yeah, I guess it's it's a championship or bust for Auburn fans now. Oh, okay. We won one with Cam, and all of a sudden, you know, we've got UT mentality. Yeah, they. I mean, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, it's it's very similar. I, I've got some friends, some Auburn friends, and they are um, they are kind of cut from that cloth. Something important to note is uh, one Art Bryles has resigned from Mount Vernon High School, and there's a lot of speculation right now. About the person filling the Auburn job, maybe opening it up for Art? Yeah, and I I think it's very unlikely that it happens, but him landing a coordinator gig somewhere, maybe at Texas Tech in Lubbock. He is Working a West Texas guy. In. Oh, yeah. Well, that was also announced today. Texas Tech will be keeping Matt Wells, their head coach. But they did fire David Yost, their offense coordinator. So that seat's open. I, I would anticipate Hugh Freeze to Auburn being something that happens. Like, unless there's some Alabama coordinator, like a Steve Sarkeesian, like comes in and takes a job. Um, I see that happening. Or maybe Sarkeesian takes the Arizona job, which Kevin Sumlin just uh, gave up. Dude, Kevin Sumlin, man. That's a, that's a fall. That is a quite the fall. They got whipped 70 to 7. Oh, my God. Against uh, Arizona State. Is Herm still coaching Arizona yeah. State? Yes. Hell yeah, Herm. Quite well. The Herm firm is is taking over the state. I want to see him and Mac Brown, their teams, play at every opportunity. Every game. <laughs> just because you know it'll be just well coached. we well got to find a way for those teams to play in a bowl game. <laughs> um, yeah, tough break for Kevin Sumlin. Uh, when you lose 70-70 to your in-conference in rival or in-state rival, you're probably going to get canned. It was 42 nothing at half. Ooh. Arizona did not punt. One time, and they were down 42 points in the first half. How's that happen? 63 nothing after the third. Arizona State obviously let off the gas in the fourth quarter. So, it could have been worse. Someone's last couple of years at A&M were weird, too. Mm-hmm. I remember before, I don't know if it was the Cotton Bowl. I don't remember what game it was. There was, like, video of him, like, in a hotel, like, extraordinarily drunk. And, and it was this is, like, on the heels of the Manziel stuff. It was just weird. It felt like it ended oddly. Mike Evans made him a lot of money, too. Um, I, I want to see someone go back and be a coordinator somewhere in the Big 12 or in Texas, period. I think he can come back and be successful somewhere in Texas and build his way up from there again. I, he, he couldn't recruit in Arizona. Like, right out of the gate, things were bad, and they never got better. Uh, I don't know how good of a job that is. Obviously, the Pac-12 is in a tough spot, but just it's not pretty. Also, Lovey Smith out at Illinois. I mean, there's not a person who's worked with Lovey Smith aside from maybe the idiot owners of uh, the Buccaneers who've ever said anything bad about him after working with him. He had like a 300% winning record at Illinois. And the AD came out and was like, unquestionable integrity, amazing human being, great guy. We just didn't have a success we needed to win here at Illinois. And I'm like, since when have you ever? <laughs> High standards. Um, anything else? That's it. Don't forget that one year they had Ron Zook and went to the uh, went to the Rose Bowl. I think the P- Zooker was Pierre Thomas running back then. I forget. You want to do some quick dips? These are more than quick dips. I agree. This is. I mean, we could have led the show with this, but this is big. Uh, the Cleveland Indians are dropping the name Indians for the first time in 105 years. Have they announced what their plan is? Are they going to go team from Washington, Washington football team? 
that's that's what's being reported. They have made no official announcement. I think they said it would probably come this week, uh, but the speculation is that they will go just Cleveland baseball team for a year and then perhaps um, come up with a community community idea for a nickname. What I don't know if the MLB has the same thing that NFL does, but it's the stupid rule that kept Washington as the Washington football team. It's like there's like a year long approval process that takes place for the NFL for you to even switch your name uh, that they would have had to go through. So Washington couldn't have come up with a name immediately. And what makes no sense is they've locked it in for two years. Yes. I I will just, uh, we do have an actual news release from Cleveland today Mm -hmm. from the Indians. So this is now official. Steaming all right off the press. Mm -hmm. That's terrible. Our, our president is not thrilled with this. Was that a Cleveland Steamers oh, joke? It was a really bad joke. With this news. Are there, is there... Wait, hold on. <laughs> did you hear that? What he did? No. I thought it was a joke. It is, right? Yeah, but it was just it was oh. so well done. And it was just, a bad joke. It wasn't bad. It was good. Dylan is uh, one of the only owners of Cleveland, formerly known as the Indians, gear in this room. Oh, Do that's you feel a good offended point. at all? Um, the first... The first baseball cap I ever owned as a as a kid was a Cleveland Indians one. So I thought it was a cool ass logo. Was the it Indians. the super problematic one? Yes, yes. Chief Wahoo. Yes. So they got rid of that a few years back. Right? Yes, they've, they've been, been phasing that out. Which that was like, all right, that that's got to go. You can't do that. I don't think anybody was going to argue with no, standing. No, I in think the, it, in yeah, the way even of Chief the most Wahoo. diehard Indian fans are like, yeah, it's bad. Okay, yeah, um, it's time. It's just time. It's been 105 years with the name. Yeah. There's something to be said for that. I mentioned this last night. The teams change names in the past like way more regular, with way more regularity than they do this year. So, you know, whatever the reasoning may be, it's not going to change anything in anyone's day that they're now known as Cleveland something else. Like, move on. Well, there's one person who isn't moving on, as Dylan pointed out. It's the 45th president of the United States. Who six, 16 hours yeah, ago, uh, orange man tweeted, "Oh no, what is going on? This is not good news, even for quote Indians. Cancel culture at work." Okay, what? It's a little red meat. Why? Why would he have to comment on this? And he's just, he just adding I, to the problem. Who, who I'll is just the say this: being canceled in this. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just <laughs> I do love <laughs> I love the move of just dropping the name and just calling yourself the. Cleveland baseball team or whatever they're going to do, just like Washington did. Do that for two years. Sell all the football team merch you can, yeah. and then switch to something else. Sell all that merch. Like it's just, it makes more sense that way. Spiders is the leader in the clubhouse. Apparently, that was the former name of another baseball team in Cleveland uh, back in the day. I don't know if it's Negro League team or just another or the original name of the Cleveland Indians. So, TBD there is is the name Indians bad itself or is it because it's paired with the logo of like the red skin face and all yeah that? the wahoo part just was saying definitely like, the first thing that had to go and then yeah. indians i would say that's on the line because like then you have chiefs and braves which of the four options here redskins the furthest down the road of you, you've yeah, got redskins is the worst of course and then you've got the chief wahoo logo which they parted ways with indians right. they probably could have kept I don't yeah. think anyone was, you know. It's not so bad. I mean, it's not, yeah, you're in a way you're kind of celebrating this. the people by naming them your mascot. But, but then like the, you know, running people out in full headdresses, allowing people yeah. in with face paint in Atlanta. Tomahawk and, chop. Tomahawk yeah. chop in uh, Atlanta and Kansas City. Like those things, 
they've already said they were cutting that out, but there are no fans to like enforce it on this year. Does, that was my next does Florida question. State still do the uh, in the middle I of the field think the spear, so, but that's Florida. But okay, there is a connection there though, right? <laughs> With the um, the Seminole Tribe. With like, the Seminole Tribe. Yes, they, there's something, yeah. The, the university does have some sort of partnership with Correct. them. It's, it's not a complete appropriation, I think is what I'm trying to say. I'm not a connoisseur. Is that a, state, an authentic Native American on that horse before the game? I don't, I, I don't know. I, gotta, <laughs> I don't know. Check the rolls. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You would imagine that like maybe Oklahoma would have a couple more sporting teams that utilize – uh, Native American or Indigenous people yeah. uh, logos, but you don't see as much of it as you, you would think. No, in fact, they have one of the most insanely named teams, the Golden Hurricanes. Mm-hmm. Like, they've reached over them to it's, pick something else. I mean, they, they were like, no, 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 we're going to do something that has legitimately never affected our state in any manner. <laughs> we're the haboobs. <laughs> what is a Golden Hurricane as opposed to a regular hurricane? You know what it is. Is it like a... I'm, you know, I'm not. I think I'm it's a dust storm. It's not an R. Kelly joke. Um, <laughs> I think it's a dust storm. But they also have like a huge statue of uh, the oil guy and uh, oilman. I don't know in Tulsa. Daniel like, Plainview. I'm an oil man. Oil man. Um, Wait, is it really a dust storm? I think so. Oh, I'm sorry. I could be wrong. They are Tornado Alley. It is Tornado Alley. I'm just. Okay. Anyhow, let's get to things we do know about, since people aren't hearing this shit. Texas School for the Deaf, folks. How about that? Michael was really excited about this news. Before. They have won their first state title in six-man football. That is Austin's own Texas School for the Deaf. Uh, I think it's South First. Is that where it is? Mm-hmm. South Congress, South First, in between. You drive by it all the time. You always look. They've a very a desirable room. plot of land for very. developers. Yeah. Have you all read it's the – It's sort uh... of the, the, the golden – it's – it's the, the most valuable, most desired uh, real estate asset in the, in the city of Austin. Outside of Camp Mabry. I think those two are. I think it was sense. formerly a uh, insane asylum or something of the sort. It was definitely a home for it has, the disturbed. It has prior. prison vibes. I hate to say that, but it just looks like it used to be a prison. I've attended a uh, ballet recital there for my sister-in-law. Anyone else ever been on campus there? Any other relations? No, but if I knew they were housing disturbed, I would have gone. I believe it's also the site for the <laughs> uh, for ALC, which is uh, like out-of-school suspension if you get in trouble. Oh. To, uh, the bad boys hanging out there. Learning center, yeah. Smoking in the boys' room. That's what bad boys do. Yeah. Shouts they to poison. I don't think I've told anyone on uh, this podcast before. My first two of my three first girlfriends were deaf, so this is a big move for me. I'm, I'm excited for this school. A lot of people know that. Are you, ser- you serious? One hundred percent. Alex and Lindsay, great people. Shouts to them. Huh. Interesting. There's like a small percentage chance Alex is listening to this. Do you know sign language? I used to know very little, but I was a major. Uh, <laughs> what are you looking at me like? Uh, uh, nothing. I'll tell you after the point. Were you going to say how? Because we're going to go back to being offended for the Native Americans out there. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I was not going to say that. <laughs> no, I think uh, it's interesting. I, it's cool. No, no, no. It's not nothing you said. <laughs> it's, it's interesting because he, he dated two of them. No, no, no. It's not. It's not something you just said. It's something you said a while back that is making me laugh in my head. We'll talk about it after. So um, I, I messed that up. I apologize. But yes, yeah, so that that's that's all factual. TTY was a big player. I also had to talk to one of their sisters and have her communicate with her. That was that was a lot. Anyhow, I have been on that football field before. We used to play Texas School for the Deaf in football before they went. Now they're a six man program apparently. Uh, they 
they have a uh, a big bass drum, mm-hmm. like you know, big Bertha or whatever, and that's how they do their snap count. They have a guy oh. on the sideline who hits it, and so the the players can feel the vibration. Interesting. Yeah. Anything I else? I had no idea. I, I we played there several times. They had some uh, some very strong players, and I think we'll just leave it at that. How did you fare? I did have one very memorable moment. I, I still remember. I don't remember much about playing football in high school, but I do remember once on a punt, I uh, I blocked two dudes at the same time and and decleated them both. Nice. It was truly nice. lit. Yeah. Same damn time. I heard you got pancaked. Is that true? <laughs> uh, that would be untrue. That would be untrue. I, what did you play? What position? I, I played Close mostly line? offensive line. Okay. Yeah. Mostly interior. With legs like that, you got to put him on the line. Did you ever pull? I was known to to pull as the guard. Okay. All good for you. I'm known for for pulling out, leading the way. Oh. All right. Hey. KJS RIP on here. Oh we, yes. We're um, about to eulogize the late, the great Charlie Pride. Exactly. I meant to lead in with this, but we went with paper towel talk, so I apologize there. <laughs> That's my fault. But uh, much less important. Charlie Pride, as we've noted, Billy Joe Shaver and several other country music uh, past and deaths. And 2020, man. I know, I know. Um, but the tie-in here, not only is Charlie Pride a uh, great musician, great uh, country music hall of famer, is also partial owner of the Texas Rangers for a short bit. Uh, Charlie Pride lived in Arlington mm. for quite some time. Actually met Charlie Pride by accident. There was an essay contest that I did not win, but he was on campus to uh, take pictures with the winner, and I just kind of stood around the whole time. I was like, hey, I've seen this guy's name around. That's dope. It seems like a big deal. Um but yeah, it's it sucks to uh, you know have any of these uh, deaths occur. It, it also sucks when it's like somebody that you kind of looked up to as a kid. He was um, he's somebody people would see around town in Dallas Fort Worth 100%. for a while. You'd, he was at many many Rangers games even when he wasn't a uh, yep an owner. He played minor league baseball. Actually played Negro League baseball Negro league as well. Hmm. Uh, lived in Montana and played there. And I, I did an episode on our Texas about Charlie Pride, so I'd, I'd done a little bit of digging in recent years, but. Um, all around, by all accounts, good dude, country music hall of famer. One of the first, like, I think maybe the first black member of the country music hall of fame. Um, yeah, just real good dude. So RIP, uh, damn was on the Memphis Red Sox in the Negro leagues, which shout out to Memphis. You know what? I'm coming around on Memphis. I need to rehab my image with Memphis after I realized oh, we yeah. had You've the backers a- that were from Cincinnati and Memphis. I've got to clean up my uh, reputation with those two cities. Is that so. the next, uh, the next tour stop for the the Watch Media Empire once once the Rona goes down, just go take on Memphis. Take on Stumptown. We've got some heavy hitters in line to to be hit for uh, Amina. We'll put Memphis on the list though. Yeah, like we Central got... Barbecue. What's up? Hmm. Rendezvous fun. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna I'm just going back to Dallas. <laughs> Bottled blonde. <laughs> the Dallas one was so fun, like and so good. Like we're running the... Chicago back too. Chicago's happening. Houston's happening. Maybe we'll do Lubbock. We're not doing Lubbock. Nashville, New York. Atlanta. Randy off mic for some reason said Atlanta. Atlanta, yeah, you have Atlanta will on? happen. Atlanta happens for sure. That's like yeah. a top three market. Hey, Micah, you want to run it back? Sure, let's do it. Let's run it back. This is time for run run it back, the segment where we talk about what we've already talked about. Hey, Micah was out here acting like a f- unfrozen caveman lawyer. <laughs> Dylan didn't finish last in his fantasy league, and there will be no Dillython. Uh, Dylan also admitted to placing truck nuts on Micah's car several years ago. Uh, quote, those were some good nuts. To be clear, I am not sorry for that. 
<laughs> I'm not asking for an apology, but I'll continue. Brian Flores and Mike McCarthy are obviously the best coaching hires since McVay. According to Dylan's football sources, Jalen Hurts is a one-read quarterback. Dave gets H for shots of Western New York. True. Carrie Underwood has great stems. I think we can all agree on that. Yeah. Chase Young, greater than Chase Rice. Facts. The idea of Chase Young facing the Cowboys twice a year is enough for the whole squad to sign up for Headspace. You can go to headspace.com slash bang for a free one-month trial. Dave likes to turn things off when they get exciting. It's an uh, emotional issue I have. <laughs> seeing therapy. Uh, never forget that Manny Diaz wore cleats. It was terrible in Austin. Uh, Florida's Wilson put his back into that shoe throw. I was shoe throw. I don't know why I said he put his back into it, but it made me laugh. Too much dip is H for the Frisco Bowl between the Roadrunners and Ponies. They have a huge statue of an oil man in Oklahoma, or so we were told, and two of KJ's first three girlfriends were deaf. <laughs> Thanks for including that. Oh, man, fun episode. Dude, yeah. You really ran it back on them. Can I just say I didn't know about the Manny Diaz cleat anecdote? What, what's the story there? It, well, it, you know, when, when Texas, for example, brings in a high-profile coordinator, either offense or defense. During the preseason, there's the stories, you could write them ahead of time, basically, that, oh, the, it's, he's a young guy, and he's bringing enthusiasm to the program, and they, they, they practice at a tempo they've never done before, and just the intensity is much higher than it ever was before. He just ran around and practiced like a wild and man. And then his, his story was that he wore cleats while he was coaching. And that, that was like the one little thing. Like every story okay. about Manny Diaz coming to Austin was that he coaches in cleats. Does he get in there and do the Oklahoma drill with the with the kids? Uh, you know, it's hard to say. Okay. Shouts to Manny, though. When you yeah. search it. He got that bag. Wild Guess is the, what website is the first discussion board that's asking about it. Tech Zags. Oh. Uh, Manny Diaz wears cleats on the effing field. August 2012. <laughs> yeah, that would piss me off, too. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Oh, man, good episode. Hey, we'll see you guys Thursday night for the live stream. We do that. If you want to go back and watch something that somebody does or told me about, Mondays they go back and watch the Thursday, the previous Thursdays, just to see our picks and see how they all played out and hear all the dumb shit that we said. That might be kind of a fun thing for people to do. So go to Wash Media on YouTube. I think that's YouTube.com slash Wash Media is a better way to say it. Yep. We'll see you Thursday. Bye-bye. I want my chips with the dip. That's all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. So bring them dips.